Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Come on! Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Mitchell spins straight away, knocked away and taken away by Leonard. Left to right off to the races. Leonard to the rim, slams it home with the right hand. A swipe and score from the claw. That defense where he just rips your heart out and takes it the distance. To the top of the key, Leonard. Started by Mitchell, now O'Neal as he drives middle into the paint. Top step and slam! Kawhi Leonard with Gobert in his grill. Says, get out of my way for a right-handed finish. Right to left, George in and out, dribble. Step back, he's open on the right wing, tees up the three, and knocks it down! Paul George! That was nasty! Hey, PG, um, the, the broadcast is all, all series has picked up a lot of uh, you and Joe Ingles talking either, you know, uh, in between plays or free throw line. Um, what, what's your relationship with him like now, you know, three years removed from the, the series when you were with Thunder? What, what, are, are you guys good, or what, what's your relationship? I don't with care about him, next question. I don't care about him. Next question. This is war. This is war. We got a battle. Fight. Joe Ingles bugs Paul George. Well, he didn't bug him enough the other night, that's for sure. Nope. <laughs> Paul George is feeling it. If that's what you call bugging him, then he needs to send him flowers. Had 20 at halftime, had 31 in the game. Kawhi Leonard had 34. And the Jazz get beat, 132-104. How often is 132 a winning number, PK? If you score it, almost every time. But if you give it up, almost never. Yeah, and so what? The Clippers were not going to be swept. They're a pretty good team. Oh, now look at you being all logical. The Jazz without Mike Conley weren't going to sweep the Clippers. I don't think with Mike Conley they were going to sweep. Excellent point. I'm dead serious. I I hear you. Who thought they were going to sweep them? Nobody. I thought it was a long series when uh, I thought Conley was healthy and going to play. I know the thing that amazes me, and I get pretty deep here. I realize I'm prepared for that. Uh, why do we call him Michael Porter Jr. but not Mike Conley Jr.? Excellent point. I don't know. It's because of what the player wants, I guess. I don't know. You should ask Mike. That's, <laughs> that's a TV question. If I get to, if I get to ask a question, I'm going to burn it on that. Have you seen some of the questions asked our president? Yep. I've seen some of the questions asked our jazz players. <laughs> Nothing to worry about here. Mike Conley Jr. is listed as questionable for tonight's game with a mild hamstring strain. Yeah, this is... This is two weeks, right? Locke said every time he's been out with a hamstring, it's been a minimum of two weeks. Yeah. So we're at 12 days. If, it, if it's literally two weeks, then he's not playing. And if it's in the two-week vicinity, I suppose he's got a shot. And this is a pivotal game, as each of them are. You go up 3-1. That's a huge difference, obviously, than 2-2. So, but I I think they're capable of winning without him. I mean, the way I look at it, the Clippers, Reggie Jackson has been like the other Reggie Jackson in the World Series. I don't know how long he can continue that. Mr. June instead of Mr. October. absolutely. Better than being Mr. May. Thank you, Dave Winfield. Uh, but you've got these two stars. I mean, I, to me, I don't know what Paul George was doing in those prior years because I look at him and I've said it a million times, guy looks like he's a prototypical NBA player and he's got it going on right now. He should have it going on. He's got all sorts of skill. 
And Kawhi's not going to stay down for that long. That's not who he is. So they had their night. They shot, what, 54% from 50, the field, 51% 50, from three? 56% from the field and fifty almost 53% from the three-point well, You're going to win every time. You would think so. Your chances of losing in that situation. You, you only lose if the other guy's shooting 60%. Yeah. That's almost impossible to win if a team is going to shoot like that. And the Jazz need to get better. I mean, uh, yesterday, Quinn Snyder's talking about spacing. Everybody's talking about there are well, spacing questions. That was what Quinn talked about first. No, no. Quinn was the third. Players it was Rudy. talked about it. It was Rudy and, and then so Donovan. then it was obvious Quinn. that the coach, because yeah. that film session went long, if you judge it on the time that they said the media, he would they would be available to the media. They were going to be was, available at 7, and it was like 7.45. It was longer than it normally has yeah. been, so I think they were going to be in, available at six thirty. I thought. Oh, really? Yeah. I think first it was going to be five thirty, but then they pushed it back to actually watching, and then they said it was going to be around. So an hour later, they were going to get started. So it was almost two hours before they became available. Now I don't necessarily know that that's what they were doing the whole time. But it was obvious that they were going through some intensity in the film study. The players went first and talked about spacing. And then Quinn, because the players had talked about it, Quinn was asked about it. And he talked about, well, you know, you can either be too close or too far. It's not just we think of spacing and you guys are too close. Mm -hmm. And he brought up, no, it could be also too far in that then the pass becomes much more difficult if you're too far from where you should balls, be. Balls in the air too long, yeah. defender's got a chance to go get it and go the other way. So, I can clean up stuff. And Yang needs to play well. I mean, he's been, he played poorly, very poorly the other night. And there's no other way to say it. So, I'm not alarmed. When does, when does Marcus Morris Sr. get rolling? One of 16 from three in this series. He was second in the league in three-point shooting. The Clippers were first as a team, so they were they were going to have a night like Game 3 at some point, you would think. And they did. That whole people are who they are thing, you get back to being who you are. Okay, then he's going to get thrown out. <laughs> also a possibility. <laughs> Can't rule it out. All right, more on this coming up. It's 2-1. How nervous are you? We got a bunch of people replying to that. Grab your phone. Use the Zone app. Use the open mic feature. Send us your audio. Yaka will get it on the air. We will get to that coming up. There's some serious nerves out there. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Durant being hounded. Back door to Irving, who lays it in. And then fell hard on his right side, and he's down. Holding his right ankle. Holiday into the lane. Lob to Giannis. Slam dunk with the right hand. Spectacular play by Giannis on a lob by Holiday. Bucks up 17. Oh, Joker's so mad right now at Pat Freyer that he did. And now Booker and Joker start getting into it in the corner. We're going into the front row of the stands. Peyton, and meanwhile, is hurt. And if he's super hurt, you may see Joker get ejected. Although he made a play at the ball. Ball over on the left side behind a D8 and screen. Takes it to the baseline. 14-footer. Good again. Oh, wow. Chris Paul, 6 of 6 in the quarter. Chris Paul had a game. 14 of 19 shooting. Nearly 75%. He scores 37 points. Booker had 34. And they sweep. Denver's done. Phoenix is on to the conference final. 
And, of course, it was helped along by the fact that the Joker got kicked out there late in the third quarter. Made a play on the ball. That caused you to giggle over there. He did get the ball, but oh, his upper arm. A Denver announcer. Yeah, his upper arm got Campaign's face pretty good. If I'm Campaign, I go Cameron Payne. Because it sounds like too political campaign. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have tossed him. I mean, the, the, the 80s NBA guys were laughing hysterically on that one. Yep. Bill Lambeer would have been, he would have been tossed by the opening jump or the ball came down. <laughs> would have never, <laughs> any member of the Detroit Pistons in that era would have been Would have tossed. never seen a second quarter. Rick Mahorn so. and Bill Lambeer would have been back in the locker room playing cards. Yeah, and that uh, well, Gale Rambus foul and all that stuff. Yeah, if you compare that to what happened in the Jazz game, Jordan Clarkson took a swipe and didn't get any ball. And got all of Zubak's face. And he got a flagrant one and he stayed in the game. wind up, though. And there wasn't like I had to run after him. They were right there. The yoke man, like like he ran, like he targeted him like he was a running back. Uh, And he, you know, obviously he apologized to the guy. and seemed like, all right, they put that to bed. 3-0, they weren't going to come back. No team has ever done that. But obviously once he went, that uh, pretty much sealed it. And Chris Paul was just absolutely amazing, yeah. Might have literally been the best game I've ever seen him play. But i that, that's me. I always have recency bias. Whatever I'm watching in the moment is the greatest. <laughs> I, I, that's, You're not alone. That's a common thing. I know, but I, I do that all the time. And so I, get, I, I, I tend to get caught up in the moment. Uh, and so he's playing at an elite level. Booker's, Booker's a player, man. He got a lot of people scoffed at him when he was scoring all those points on those losing teams. What was he going to do? I mean, not score? He had a crappy team. His team sucked. The organization was a mess. And they're not now. And he's pretty much doing the same thing. So it turns out he was really good. And he is good. And they've, and they've got some decent role players. I mean, they're a threat. There's no question, man. And now they're going to get some time off if Chris needs it. Uh, great. And away they go. They're, they set themselves up. This is what you want. It adds to the importance of the Jazz game to go up 3-1 so you could try to close it out on Wednesday. And then I, I would start Friday or Saturday, I guess. I'm not no, sure. I don't, I don't think game one would be until Sunday. Okay. I haven't heard an announcement on that, but just the way they've done things in the past. Well, we're a long way from the Jazz worrying about game one. Yeah. But I think that uh, that's something the, to The Suns are going to have, have a week off. There. Yeah. yeah a, they've earned it, man. Good for them. If the Jazz Clippers ends up going to game seven, game seven is scheduled for Sunday. Correct. So the Suns could have more than a week off. Yes. Could be a Tuesday or Wednesday start to the next series. Which wouldn't surprise me if this thing goes seven. And I would, if I'm the Jazz, we get to that point. I sign off a game seven at home with a raucous crowd and and Mac back. That's Michael Alex Conley, which if you do the initials is Mac. Well, wouldn't it be Mac if he's going to be Mike Conley Jr.? But he isn't. That's the thing. From now on, I want to be known as PK Jr., by the way. Whatever you say. Are you serious? <laughs> like a heart attack? Okay. <laughs> can, never, can never tell. Yes, you can tell. DJ and PK Jr. No, wait. That doesn't work. Uh, we'll, we'll try. Uh, Bucks beat the Nets. You heard Kyrie Irving in there. The injuries are not being spread around. They are going almost exclusively to star players. Okay, and a couple places high-end role players. But it's mostly stars, and here's another star. Already had a hamstring injury impacting the team, and Harden's out. And now Kyrie Irving comes down on Otis Campos' foot, sprains his ankle, 
And uh, reports are that he's on crutches and a walking boot. Doesn't sound like he's a go for Game 5, PK. Sounds like he's going to miss that. I agree, yeah. And it opens it up. I mean, the Nets, healthy Nets, which I, I think I saw three times. Uh, to me, they're the favorite. But they're not. They're rarely healthy Nets. So that opens the door for everybody. If it wasn't already a jar, now it's just wide open. wide open, man. And the Bucks can very well win this series because if you're going to have two of your three guys out, that's going to be tough. Series is 2-2 now as they get ready for their uh, Game 5 tomorrow. Tonight, it's Sixers-Hawks. Philly lost the opener at home, but now they've won two in a row. Feel like they're back in charge? I do. They yeah. go 3-1. They don't care about the road. They do basically what the Jazz did in the last round with Memphis, where the Jazz dropped the opener at home and then won four in a row. This would be three in a row. Well, I think that the uh, Hawks are like a higher-end Grizzlies. You know, they're just getting started. Mm-hmm. And dynamic. Yeah. Dynamic young yeah. guard. Little undersized. Doesn't seem to matter. Right. I mean, they've had a nice season. Uh, so I see parallels there, and, and I think Philly's a little bit better. I'm just miffed. Why is the Jazz game at 6.30 on the weekend when I don't have to get up at the crack of dawn <laughs> the next morning? Because ABC's got that TV window, and that's 8.30 in the east. Okay. All the people in Jersey and the I-95 corridor are driving the bus, and there was only one game. Then make they, only this, one game tonight. That, well, the it's six, still 8.30 is 8.30 every Hawks, time of night. The Sixers-Hawks can't never play. These bugs, man, could have had three games yesterday. Fetchers. <laughs> NBA's barred the Brooklyn Nets security guard to make contact with Bucks forward P.J. Tucker during Game 3 of the series from working the series remaining games in Milwaukee. The guard, who is also Kevin Durant's personal bodyguard, will also not be on the floor for games in Brooklyn. I know, he ran out there and pushed Tucker. Uh, yeah, he made definite contact. Yeah. What are you doing? You're supposed to... Deflame, if that's a word, not inflame. De-escalate, I guess, is the word. De-escalate would be the word. But I like deflame. Deflame is good. It's a new word. All right, DJ and PK Jr. Isn't that what that guy said on tattoo? What? Deplane. Deplame. He's PK Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag NFL. I would say they're definitely a contender, without a doubt. I mean, it's definitely there. Baker and the gang have, have up to Annie, made this team an unbelievable team and a, and a team you have to prepare for and take serious. You know, I think that moving forward, without a doubt, I can see a lot more playoff games between us. And, you know, I'll just take it one day at a time and, and, and hope for it. But I think that uh, the, the Browns and Chiefs are definitely uh, neck and neck for sure. That is Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs star right there, talking about Cleveland. The Browns are the season opener for the Chiefs. Already talking title contenders. Cleveland's coming off an 11-5 season. And I'm used to the 16-game season, and I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Is 11-6 going to be as good as 11-5 or 12-5? How are we going to feel about all these? The numbers are going to be all wrong. It's 40-plus years of 16-game seasons. I don't think they are going to be all wrong because who's to say that that last game really means anything? So you sit some guys, you sit most of your guys, they don't play. So we'll play. just call it 16 anyway. Well, it'll be 17, but you have to see. I mean, if they've got it clinched, we've seen this before plenty of times over and over that the last game of the season is someone that team 11-win team is clinched and it doesn't matter. So I'm not going to sweat that. If you win 11 games in this league, you're a pretty good team, and you're probably in the postseason. 
Cleveland Browns wide receiver Jarvis Landry said teammate Odell Beckham Jr. looks amazing. That's quote, amazing, after undergoing season-ending knee surgery last November. He's in fantastic shape. He's ready to go. He's only six and a half months beyond surgery. He's already doing some things that'll blow your mind away. That's great. It's June. Uh, yeah. This NFL season is a long season. Nutrition matters, so we'll see what his health is when it matters. Le'Veon Bell issuing a series of tweets Sunday to clarify his comments on social media. He said he'd never play for Andy Reid again. He'd retire first. I said what I said, and I don't regret at all what I said. For those of you who have a personal problem with me because of what I said, that's fine. Then he goes on. All sorts of drama in June. Did you know it's the same guys that seem to have drama to wherever yes. they go? Yeah. Levy and Bell's. Levy and too, Bell's life is too short for this, buddy. Levy and Bell's really good. Why is he already had to play for three different teams? Because there's drama. Whatever. If that's what you want to say, say it. DJ and PK, Jr. Hashtag college football. Former Colorado starting quarterback Sam Neuer announced he will play for Oregon State this fall. Entered the transfer portal last week. He was second-team All-Pac-12 in 2020. He will be playing near his hometown of Beaverton, Oregon, when he suits up for the Beavers in Corvallis. Yeah, I think he always wanted to go to Oregon State. Uh, Riley was the coach, and they were showing him a lot of love. Then a guy named Gary Anderson took over and didn't show him near as much love, so he felt like he wasn't getting the love there. Uh, so he took off. Uh, he's uh, Oregon doesn't produce a lot of talent, the state of high school. Oh, they think they have like four million people, somewhere four and a half. Uh he was one of the better ones. I mean, he was a big-time across-the-board athlete, a la Danny Ainge, who's also from Oregon, the youngest of uh, three brothers. His one brother's older. Uh, he's got a brother who's like seven years older, a brother who's nine years older. And one of them is the director of football operations for the University of Oregon. So they have a, little, have a little family rivalry there. The other quarterback they have, uh, what was his name? Gebiel, something like that. Interesting uh, Gebbia. Yeah, he's been injured. So uh, we'll see if the if that guy can get healthy. Uh, Neuer doesn't necessarily guarantee to be starting, but probably. You would think second team all Pac 12, uh, he could win the job. That, that, that didn't mean anything. He's not the second best quarterback in the Pac 12. There's no way. He's just, okay, he still doesn't have to be, you would think, to win the Oregon State job. Uh, he's kind of a gritty overachieving guy so I, I I don't know about that I don't know that he's going to win and I think if, the other guy I think is more talented but he's got the injury situation so but you're Oregon State you're trying desperately to get 6-7 wins so it's a nice pickup DJ and PKJ Hashtag Major League Baseball The 2-1, and Hernandez drills it. Deep center field, and it's gone. The second three-run homer of the afternoon for Teoscar Hernandez. Visit your NorCal Honda dealers as he drills one to right. That'll be another drive of the game. Way back in the seats. About two drives of the game for Olsen. Five two A's in the bottom of the fifth. Two and one to Tatis. Bases loaded, two outs. This pitch hit in the air, out to deep left field. Way back, gonna go! A grand slam in the big city for Fernando Tatis Jr. 
and a big seventh inning has put the Padres in front 6-2. And the Padres beat the Mets 7-3. Slam Diego. There you go. Four straight losses. They get a W in the Big Apple and beat the Mets 7-3. Dodgers also win. Mookie Betts homered, scored three times, did it all. Dodgers beat the Rangers 5-3. Both those teams pick up a game on the first place. Giants, who get shut out by the Nationals 5-zip. Padres right now aren't even a playoff team, PK. They're going to make it. Tell me they're going to make it. I know it's June. It's like a game or two. It's not a big deal. Long way to go. Yankees, though, feeling a little bit of pressure. Aaron Nola struck out nine, allowed three hits. The Phillies beat the Yankees 7-0. The Yankees are only a game over 500, and they've lost 7 out of 9. They've lost 13 out of 18. And Aaron Boone says it's time to step it up. I agree. Definitely is, yeah. But it looks like the Rays are the best team in that division. Again. And they've got a lot of folks coming in, too, as far as their... Uh, farm system. They really set themselves up nice. Blue Jays beat the Red Sox 18-4. There's a number that jumps out at you, but you score 18 runs when you hit eight home runs. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of home runs. Yeah. Angels beat the Diamondbacks 10-3. The GM stepped away from the club. His wife has serious health concerns. Brain cancer. Yeah. It's been ongoing now for a good while. Arizona loses their 10th straight game. 26 games under 500. Bees had an early lead, but they lost to the Albuquerque Isotopes 4-3. Game 5 in the series tonight at Smith's Ballpark. Get your tickets at slbs.com or listen to the game here on the Zone Sports Network with Steve Klauke on the call on 1280 The Zone. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call me at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, U.S. Open preview. We got U.S. Open golf this week. Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio, will join us at 8:30. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, at nine o'clock. Coming up next, multiple questions up on social media as uh, all things playoffs and all things Jazz continue, including it's two-one, and since. The Clippers came back from 0-2 in the last series, and now at 0-2 they win a game again. How worried are you? We will get to that next. Stay with us.